How are we doing, everyone? We are back again, episode 20, I think. The big Jesus. 2 0. It's mad. We're racking, racking them up. Um, of the B2B Sports pod, Sam is here. I am here. Standard crack. Um, again, you're going to get familiar with this <laughs> over the next few weeks. Uh, but please, could you vote for us in the, the uh, sport, Sports Podcast Awards? Um, we're currently sitting fourth. We dropped a place, so we need to okay. we need to we need to overtake. I think it's Beer Guy Sports or Guy Beer Sports. Um, Beer Guy Sports, I think that's the one. Um, yeah, obviously we haven't got the biggest following in comparison to some of the other um, some of the other podcasts and the awards, but yes, we'll take all... fourth in the, in the, in the first. Exactly, place. we'll take all the votes you can get. And if someone we get one extra listener from this, then then that'll be worth it. Um, and also on that note, me and Sam are coming for the judges' prizes. We're oh. coming for that. We're coming for that number one and two spot. I'm on it. <laughs> Sam is keen. <laughs> Sam is still about four thousand odd points right I've now. I've got four thousand five hundred forty-five. And he's ran out of votes, and it's only been open about three weeks. So. <laughs> and you're you're in third. I'm in third. I've still got a couple of votes left. So I'm hoping that when I get those out of the way, I'll be sitting in second at least. And then it could be a battle between me and Sam to get number one. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. But if we get one or two, one and two, uh, that'll be amazing. And we're just waiting to see what the potential Prizes prize are. could be if no, we Ollie, do. Ollie wants, Ollie wants PS, PS5, but... I want a PS5 bad. Like I've been, I've been looking like every week to get one, but they're just not in stock. They're out of, really? out, out of stock. Yeah, it's not not a good situation right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you could please support us on the Sports Podcast Awards, um, if you go onto their website, it's just a quick uh, registration, and you can vote for us or check out the link on our Twitter, Sports underscore B two B, and we'll be much much appreciated um, if you could do that. Yeah. Um, now that he's out of the way, football. Let's just jump straight into it. Um, uh, I want to get this out of the way. Quick time. Chelsea are struggling right yeah. now. This well. It's not going well at all. One win in five. Obviously, we've had two Chelsea games since we last recorded. Um, we yeah. lost to City and we drew one all to Brighton um, the other day. Yeah. Pretty poor um, game against City in the first place. Yeah. Didn't play well. Um, I mean, City, I mean, De Bruyne scored a lovely goal. De Bruyne scored a lovely goal. Kepa made a lovely save as well, to be fair, against he Jack Grealish in the first he did half. Do quite well. Got a yeah. shout out Kepa when he actually does do something right. <laughs> yeah, he used his hands. <laughs> he did. Um, it's, it. I don't know what it is, Sam. I don't know what it is because Lukaku just does not look like the same player at all than what he was at Inter. I know, I know how you feel. <laughs> we can he relate did, in this aspect. He did, he did exactly the same thing for us. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if we're providing him the wrong service, the wrong type of service. I know there was a little bit of a spat between Hakim Ziyech and Lukaku in the Brighton game. Um Ziyech pinged the pass to him and he didn't he was a little bit a little bit too far ahead of Lukaku and not in the right area hmm. and they were sort of having a little bit of a spat nothing major but you know and I think there are big big frustrations there about how we can get him in the right position to score because that 100 mil price tag is looking pretty dire right now it is a bit you know? He's just he's just not playing how you want him to play. No, I don't know if that's because I, I don't I don't feel like like Thomas Tuchel has adapted Chelsea to play with him. He's just no, kind you of could argue him that. In. Yeah, and I think that's what obviously Lukaku was saying as well. He's, he doesn't feel like it's the right system for him. And when you spend a hundred million on a player, you expect to at least be up there. Like, no, you, yeah. You know, made important and, and the service needs to be there for you so I think it's a bit a bit harsh to say Lukaku's not doing anything but at the same time he's also not doing anything he's, he's mad because I saw a stat I can't remember the exact stat but it's like Chelsea's attackers this year have been horrendous like I think Lukaku scored the most and he's on five really and then you've got like Pulisic on three 
Zeke on two, Werner on two, and it's like these are like pretty decent, well, like well-renowned attacking players in mm. Europe, and they're not doing the business. I think, I think again, is it Jorginho or Mount that's top scorer? Central midfielder again is top scorer at the minute for us. Yeah, I don't know why. I just it's, I think it's, to be fair, it's been like this for a few seasons. It has, it has. You're right. So it's uh, it's, it's difficult to say. I can't imagine yeah. having a, a like a like a Mo Salah that scores twenty five goals a year. I just can't imagine it. Yeah, it hasn't happened for so long. It hasn't happened since Drogba, which Not really. is which is a long, long time. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad, really. But I mean, the goals do come from somewhere. It's just annoying that they don't. You you're relying on too too many people in your team. Yeah, I, I, mean, I saw it has worked, but I saw one Chelsea fan tweet out saying, "I miss November when." Um, Reese James and Ben Chilwell were on a tear, and you literally, literally, they were scoring every game. <laughs> that's, where, that's where our goals were coming from. Now they're both injured. I know uh, it's kind of it's kind of ruined your season a bit. It has, it has. Um, um, and we have got to watch over our backs because we're sitting in third right now, and Tottenham, yeah, Tottenham. Way. We're going to get into that last game in a little bit, but Tottenham are, are, are four games. In hand over Chelsea. Four games in hand. Four games in hand. Jesus. Um, and they're sitting on about thirty-six points. Chelsea on about forty-five. Forty-four. Forty-four. Yeah. So even if Tottenham pick up three wins out of four, or two wins and a couple draws, they're right up there with Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, um, the, if if they win all of theirs, they're four points ahead of you. Yeah. It's, uh, I didn't even think about that until I looked at the table. I was like, hang on, Tottenham, uh, Tottenham weren't far behind. Mm. Um, no, and unlike the City of a game in hand against you as well. So yeah. as well as them being 12 points ahead there, it could be 15. Well, City are done. City are absolutely done. Yeah. They've won the league for sure. Um, they might as well just give them the trophy now, I think. Uh, I think Liverpool, although they looked good at the weekend, I think they will eventually struggle without Salah and Mane until they come back and I think mm-hmm. I think if they drop a couple more points I think I think that's that I think the league is, is done um, yeah and, and City like they're getting they're getting Mahrez back early yeah Algeria gone done for you team. better you better pick another another Cameroon I'm going to Cameroon but yeah uh, City City looking incredible um and it's just done. The league is done, I think. Mm. Um, but we moved to the red side of Manchester. What are you saying about United, mate? I mean, there's so much in the air about like everyone's unhappy. Which I don't, I've obviously, Rangnick's now come out and said that Maguire's not good enough. Wan-Bissaka's <laughs> not good enough. Luke Shaw's not good enough. And I feel like that's quite... It's obviously very quite... It's obviously harsh. Because um, mm. obviously they've been Man United players for quite a while. But it's also some truths that probably needed to be said. True. In terms of the players we have. They're not good enough to play for Man United. Not good enough to play in the team. And, and when they don't, um... we play better. I mean, Diego Dalot is Diego Dalot is awesome. He's come out of nowhere, man. Yeah. Like, because he wasn't getting any game time a couple of years ago. Do you not know? at all. And he, and he comes in and plays right back. And he, he's, he can... Play with the ball. He's not just a defender. Um, he can strike the ball. He can cross. I I think he's underused, and I think mm-hmm. he'll get a lot of game time now, which is really good. Um, and also, it's, it's difficult because I do have to take it game by game because obviously we played against um, Brentford uh, last night. Yeah. And the first half we weren't great, but then we kind of dominated and managed to win three one. Um. <laughs> So it was kind of a topsy turvy kind of feeling to it, but it's but still that, positive. That is summed up United season, though. I think yeah. isn't it? it's up and then it's down, and it's yeah. up and then it's down. And even like, even in that three-one win, which you should be saying that was a great performance, they're still yeah. down. Ronaldo yeah. still threw a tantrum. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? He's always going to throw a tantrum. Yeah. But I think it's. I'm I'm positive. I'm still positive that Rangnick is the right choice, and it's going to mm-hmm. get a good system in place. But I do think that the players are being a bit unfair mm-hmm. um, with all this unruly, like just not not wanting to do it. And you're like, 
well, you know you've been playing poorly for three years. Why why wouldn't you try and change? No, exactly. It, it, seems, it seems weird. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. And the, the win was good. And going forward, it's good. But we got West Ham at the weekend, so... Big game, uh, that. Big, big game, in, that. Interesting, interesting game. Last yeah. time to have a 90th-minute De Gea penalty save to win the game. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, what a game that was. Yeah. And, and De, Gea, De Gea is still doing bits. Like, he kept us in the game yesterday. Yeah, I saw he made a couple of big saves. He's... So, yeah. I think De Gea is back in, like, he's back in yeah. his best form. I think he's put his, you know, that shaky period behind him. I think yeah. he's sort of, he's playing good football again now. Yeah. Um, but, yes. Also, Coutinho did have to just score against you, didn't he? <laughs> oh, that game. So, I didn't turn the did. game on until the the minute that they Aston Villa scored. It was 2-0. I turned the, I turned the TV on. Uh, Aston Villa scored and then Aston Villa scored again. And I turned it off. <laughs> It was just oh, like we played so well from the majority of that game, and then the last fifteen minutes we played awfully. Like we didn't couldn't get the ball, couldn't get any anything. Uh, our defending was awful, um, and Coutinho sets one up and scores the winner. It's just yeah, it was written for Coutinho. It, was, it just had to be, and it? it was meant to be. Uh, even though it was a bit of a scrappy goal, but yeah, still. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't. It wasn't even that bad. Like it was good play, play through, and um, just getting the ball there. It was. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite rated the goal, to be fair. But it's just annoying that it keeps happening. And <laughs> like, I mean, for the good thing at the moment, like Fernando seems to be back. Fernandez, yeah, played he well. Scored tw- he scored Against twice. Brentford. He assisted twice yesterday. Um, so I'm feeling. I'm feeling good about it. Do I put him back in my fantasy team? See, see, I did for the double game week, and it was the only thing that kept me up. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm st- I think I still got more than Ben, so I'm still co- I'm still on my way back, but only by like five points or something. Well, yeah, I I had a bit of a shock as well. I mean, this just proves that if on a double game week, it doesn't matter if players are playing one game or two games, like because I packed my squad with players that were playing two games and I didn't have a shocker but I've not had the best of weeks and I think I had Saar on the bench and Cancelo on the bench they got I think they got like seven points and I think Cancelo got 11 points and I was like they only <laughs> played one game I should have just stuck with them do you know yeah. what I mean well to be fair half the half the teams that I put in with double game weeks ended up cancelling their games <laughs> yeah. so ridiculous uh, absolute joke again we're still having cancellation of fixtures um, I think Burnley to be fair to them said they only had 10 first team players um, yeah, that's available bit, I think training that's, that's probably right yeah um, I think the, I think it came out that like Liverpool like what is it they, they returned negative results managed to make managed to obtain new tests somehow <laughs> did them got positive results and then yeah and then oh, I was just and then it turned out that their game against Arsenal didn't need to be postponed. Yeah, oh, it just does, does, like, doesn't make sense. How can you sense. come to that conclusion and not not, not have any discipline? I, I have no idea. I mean, I'm so confused about this whole postponement thing. And I think a lot of people are rallying behind the Premier League to address this. Mm. I think I think Arsenal tonight they're playing. I think they're playing Liverpool as we speak in the second second leg of their uh, League Cup. Uh, semi-final and I think yeah. they're pretty much playing a full strength squ- squad whereas like four days ago I think they were having their their games cancelled and I don't know obviously players can come out of isolation all sorts but like do you know what I mean it's just seems yeah, I, don't, I don't understand why crazy. Arsenal had to postpone I mean obviously Liverpool's postponed their last one which is which was probably poor mm-hmm. and Arsenal managed to scrape scrape a draw yeah but, like they've got they have got basically got a full strength side out t- yeah. today um and so have Liverpool, pretty much. So have Liverpool. So they've got they've got Kay Gordon. They put obviously they make some changes. They're not yeah. properly for one, but it's just it's ridiculous. I think they are reviewing um, the they way need they're called off at the moment, but it's it's just getting out of hand. It need to big time. Um, I guess we've got to talk about the game last night because I don't think I can remember a game finishing like that in the Premier League for. A, a long, long, long time. The only game I can think about that 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 likens to that is Dortmund playing 
in, in the Champions League and scoring two in the last minute. <laughs> it's literally mental. Leicester were two one up, and the clock was ninety four minutes and yeah, forty eight seconds minutes. with five minutes of added time. There were twelve seconds left. How does that work? <laughs> how, does... how do you score two in in what, twelve seconds? Wasn't it? It's just mental. Bergwijn comes on, gets a yellow card, I think, as well, and scores two. Yeah, uh, absolute scenes. Also, what was the Leicester defending? Well, why are you playing know. that high of a line when you're two all and they've just scored? <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous, and that, I mean, it's a great win for Spurs, but they should never have won that game. They should I mean, never. I understand, like the, getting a draw, fine, like in the last second, like that, that happens, but getting two goals is just silly. It's so funny. Also, Lucas Moura had me in stitches. Did you see? His, did you see his celebration? No. He he jumped on the back of a steward, right? So literally, he was on top of a steward, yeah, on his on a steward's shoulders, and then he literally just he just nicked someone's hat <laughs> and just lobbed it back at them. I was like, you're on a medal. <laughs> what, what, what was the point? <laughs> he was just living in the moment, mate. Just it. <laughs> probably, probably even didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Absolute scenes. Just went for it. But I mean, yeah, fair play, Tottenham. That was a, men- a mental finish to that game. Absolutely yeah. insane. They're, they're going to finish above Chelsea this year. Don't say that, mate. Please don't. <laughs> it's happening. They're Not Tottenham. Not Tottenham of all clubs as well. Not Can you imagine? I mean, I mean, I, I still think United will, but it's uh, it's not looking as likely. No, it's not looking at likely at the minute unless they have a big turnaround. But I think a big turnaround's coming. I, I I predicted a big turnaround, but I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> I mean, we all are. It's, yeah. uh, it's taking quite a while. <laughs> Other little bits of football news: Derby County in the mud. Have you heard about it? They got, I thought they were doing quite well. Well, performance-wise, they're doing well, but they're ten days apparently away. They're ten days away from liquidization, apparently. Oh dear. Um, I heard Mike Ashley was rumored to buy the club as well. I don't know if that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I saw that as well. Um, but yeah, it's not. I mean, I would be so gutted, right, if they're putting in these all these performances week in week out, potentially avoid relegation, mm. right? To then get liquidated, like you'd feel terrible, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, because they're they're playing really well. They're doing so well. It's just I think that I don't think they're rock bottom anymore. I think they've jumped up to nineteen, not not yeah. nineteen, but twenty two clubs in there. No, they have. They twenty first, and it's they're, they're playing better than most teams, and it's just it's just mad that, that they just getting hounded because of the way the clubs run, and it's not their fault. It's no, just, it's sad. shocking. Who do you think will become the new Everton boss as well? I don't know. I saw that Mourinho was uh, linked <laughs> for like two seconds. <laughs> Why? Why? Just keep him away from the Premier League for like five minutes. <laughs> like... He just loves it. He's going to manage every single team in the Premier League. He probably will. <laughs> I thought he's enjoying time at Roma as well. Probably he isn't because he, he hasn't put all the performances in, to be fair. Mm. Hasn't quite quite done that well. But I don't know. I I think I think Frank Lampard has been big rumor. Um, he just wants a job. <laughs> Honestly, he just wants a job. <laughs> he, he's he's, he's going to go for every single interview that he can <laughs> until he actually it, finally gets a job. It, it does seem that way, doesn't it? Because yeah. I don't know why it just seems like he's had a lot of interviews or a lot of rumors put at English clubs or Premier League clubs. Yeah, I don't know if it's, if he's just really bad at interviews or just nobody trusts him. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't get. Like he's had one job and he didn't do terribly at Chelsea. No, he didn't do terribly. No, just not to Chelsea standards. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't know who's who's going to get there. And I think they were rightly they did the right thing to to sack Rafa. To be honest, I think he made some yeah. awful decisions. And yeah. then to sell Digny and just just walk off. <laughs> yeah, it, it it didn't make much sense no. um, to keep him. And I think Everton can probably breathe a sigh of relief that. They're going to have something new and hopefully we'll take them on to better things. Yeah, definitely. I think um, at the moment, was it uh, Duncan Ferguson's taking over? For... Oh, classic. He loves it. Oh, he loves wow. an interim job. He does. Um, <laughs> just until they get a new manager, I think. So hopefully he can put a run together. Yeah, he did that last time, I swear. Um, yeah. When he had the interim role last time, I swear they 
they might have even beaten Chelsea. You know, they they um they put a good run of of games together. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, I heard today that um, <clears throat> Newcastle are trying to land Jesse Lingard on loan, and I think if they do that, that'll be sick. <laughs> that would be pretty good. You know what happened last time he went for a January loan signing? And then we brought him back and never play him. Yeah. You just knew that was going to happen, though, didn't you? Like, yeah. You just knew it. Poor yeah. Jesse. You should have just let him stay at, at West Ham. Honestly, I, I think we should have as well. <laughs> it's just sad. For, it's, just, it's just rude. It is rude, mate. I feel bad for him. Mm. I'm very bad for him. Not his fault. He's just he's he's played really well and then never got a game. Um, yeah. Have you have you heard about um, Usman Dembele as well? Yeah, he's he's not resigning, is he? Well, apparently he's come out and done a statement saying that he won't be blackmailed by Barcelona because apparently Barcelona want to get rid of him now, like right now, oh. and he doesn't want to go. He wants to stay in five for his place. Oh, okay. Um, so. And I think there's a bit of go back and forth between the club and player, but I do think he'll go eventually. Yeah, I, 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 he has to. I think. Um, I don't think anyone stays in that kind of relationship. The thing is, though, I do feel sorry for him because he was like branded as the next wonder kid, if you will, and just mm. injuries have just taken over these game. And oh yeah, and that's yeah. going to be a really hard, tough selling point for another club to want him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he he'll play for half a season, maybe at least uh, at most. Sorry. And um, it's he's not going to go for much, I don't think. No, obviously he'll so, probably be free. You think he's free, free in the summer anyway? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not going to be not going to be good. And some of the injuries have had have been pretty serious as well. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think Achilles is one of them. Isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, I do feel bad for him. Yeah. Chelsea oh, could be in trouble, couldn't they? <laughs> this. Lone player rule. What, <laughs> Sam texted me about it early. What's what's the crack with it? What's going well, on? Well, apparently that they're only, you're only allowed to have was it four, four players out on loan and four players in on loan, or something like that. I think, but I, I think um, Ben or Luke was saying that uh, it doesn't count if like they're under twenty twenty threes or without the reserve side, yeah, so you can yeah. still loan them out. But yeah, teams who loan out players are going to be screwed. <laughs> City loan out fourteen players this year, at the moment. Mads. And Brighton, did you say, loaned out 10? 11, actually. It was more. 11? Yeah, which I, I didn't realise. Um, which I, I would imagine. Which I, I don't understand this loaning out, not being able to loan out players because I suppose if it doesn't um, count like the, the under-23s in reserves, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, just in terms of player development, like, it's quite good. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose it, it does make sense in terms of not, not keeping these players on your books and just no. having them play out in, in the country in other countries um, it will be interesting it will be definitely interesting I was really shocked by Brighton but I would imagine a lot of their players are quite young I would imagine I don't yeah. know why I've just got the impression they've got like quite a lot of under 21s under 20 like reserve players That's you know they've gone thinking, up yeah. um, but obviously Chelsea are notorious for having loan players um, get a lot of stick for that <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that the this rule could really impact City and Chelsea and, and other big clubs, really, that, that like to loan. Um, I would imagine the rule's probably going to be bent somehow because that's what happens. Like, the rules do get bent for the bigger clubs and they get away with it somehow. But Yeah, and these smaller clubs will not, not be able to benefit. No, definitely not. Um, we'll look forward to... <clears throat> Sam's already mentioned West Ham, but uh, Chelsea have got Tottenham this weekend. This really? Sunday. Uh, and as we talked about earlier on, Tottenham have got a load of game, games in hand against us. So, and one of them is against you. I didn't realise <laughs> that. So yeah, they've got like a, like a six-pointer. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, obviously, they could be Chelsea, even, even more ahead of you. Then Chelsea have played Tottenham twice in the League Cup and did win pretty convincingly on both occasions. Even though Tottenham were really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a big one. This is a big, as Sam said, this could be a six-pointer. Well, it probably, yeah. pretty much is, to be honest. But, yeah, exactly. Um, if Chelsea beat Tottenham, it puts our mind at rest a little bit. You know, Tottenham have got to win all of their games to to to, to yeah. essentially get near us. But if they Tottenham do beat us, then we are in the mud. <laughs> we are in trouble. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't. Where is it? It's at Chelsea. It's at Chelsea. Okay. I feel like Chelsea will win that at home. 
Yeah, I I like to think so. And, yeah. and United, United at home against West Ham as well. Yeah. Um, which are, which are two favourite worse at home? So I'm not surprised <laughs> we lost. <laughs> I don't know if there's any other big Premier League games. I don't think any other big teams are playing each other. I think um, City have Southampton. I yeah. think. Um, um, City Southampton. Yeah, no, nothing massive. Nothing, nothing major going on. No. But yeah, we'll keep you updated what happens. Two big games for our clubs this weekend. Mm. And we need a win. Yeah, definitely. Both of us need a win. <laughs> um, we'll end on a bit of AFCON. Yeah. A bit of AFCON. Um, it's all been going off. I do love this tournament. I can't watch any of the games. Though. I'm struggling to watch the games. It's a bit annoying, but I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up with all the clips on Twitter and, and that kind of thing. Defending champs. And Sam's prediction to win. Yeah. Algeria are out, mate. They're gone. They're Pack gone. Their bags. Yeah, bottom of the table. That's, That's a shock to me. It's a big shock. Like, how are they coming bottom of their table? Like, come Just, on. I don't They've got know. a sick team. To be fair, I mean, they had, they had a pretty good group. Um, Ivory Coast, Equatorial Guinea, Sierra Leone. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, one draw and two losses is, is not good. Not good enough, mate. And also Ghana. Ghana are packing our bags going home as well. Yeah. I mean, and when it's a tournament where three of the four teams in the groups go through, it's a yeah. bit of a... It's a bit bit mad, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, what was it? Comoros uh, sent out Ghana yesterday. Yes. The team, the team that we didn't have a clue where they were. Yeah. <laughs> but fair play to this. Imagine it. I love I mean, these stories as well. No. Yeah. They, they do have to play Cameroon next, though. Mm, that's that's gonna be a big task. They're looking decent, Cameroon. Yeah, uh, I've just, I've uh, I'm back in Cameroon to win. Back in Cameroon, <laughs> I'm sticking yeah. with Senegal, even though they haven't looked the best. I'm not gonna lie, Senegal. Um, they are through, but they haven't looked that good. Yeah, what way did they come in their group? I think they came well, top. They, they, but, they came top, yeah, but only on five points. One so one not... win, two draws. Yeah, it wasn't um, wasn't the most impressive display. Wasn't convincing. The um, best team they, so they've, far. They've got Cape Verde next. Uh, Cape Verde. They should. You would say on paper they should beat Cape Verde. Yeah. I mean, the best team so far is the Super Eagles, mate. Nigeria. Nigeria. Three, three wins out of three. three. Yeah. Against Egypt, Sudan and Guinea. Because, like, that's a... Against Egypt, that's quite big. Yeah, big, big. And they've, they've got... They've got insane kits. I don't <laughs> know do. why. They always have the sexiest kits. Um, right. Also, they've got a baller. Moses uh, Simon, Simon, Simon. Apparently, well, I've seen some clips. He is a baller. He yeah. he's insane at dribbling the ball, getting past people, skill, and he's just sort of come out of nowhere. And you know what happens with these big tournaments? If if you stand out, you're going to get signed up. Yeah, so he's going somewhere. He's going somewhere. I mean, at the moment, the biggest game of the uh, next stage is Ivory Coast play Egypt. Oh. That's a tasty that, game. That's a tasty game. That is a tasty game. Wednesday, Wednesday 26th. Ivory Coast have played well. Egypt probably haven't lived up to their full expectation yet. Um, also, I was shocked that uh, Sebastian Haller played for Ivory Coast. I didn't think... Didn't, no, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know he was from Ivory Coast either. From there, no. Um, but he's, he's, he's also balling. He's balling again. Scoring goals for fun again. Also, Pepe scored a great little uh, finesse with the left peg I saw last night. Um, it's a fair play to him as well. Um, but yeah, I love I love the uh, I love the um, the round of sixteen as well. He's going to get proper tasty. Um, and I have seen a couple of people say there has been some hilarious moments in the Afcon, but we do have to consider that he's a actually decent tournament. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean now are hilarious. Like, there's been a few kind of goals that are just ridiculous shouldn't shouldn't happen bangers as well bangers um, it's not absolute bangers and it's just it's just a fun tournament it is it's so I good I don't think it's been it's not been shown enough on TV uh, no it hasn't I think they've done it, it hasn't. poorly and I think yeah. that I think the games I think there's some games on Sky Sports but they don't have half time analysis no it's just really, really weird shit. which is a bit disrespectful I think yeah uh, why, why do you know what I mean it doesn't take you know that much 
effort to get two pundits in and just to analyze the game, you know, and talk yeah. about it. <laughs> exactly. So. It's a bit ridiculous, but uh, hopefully that they can learn from their mistake. Definitely. Probably won't. But... Probably won't, no. Yeah, well. But we've got some corks in the next round. We can't wait. NFL playoffs, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's playoffs. It sounds like Rick and Morty then for some reason. Did like, I? Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> He's staying in. It's the, play- <laughs> it's the playoffs. And uh, do you want to start with the Pat Sam? Do you want to get um, it out of the way? <laughs> not particularly. I mean, I stayed up to quarter past one in the morning. Oh no! To watch us absolutely get demolished. Like the f- the first touchdown, he wasn't even throwing for the for a touchdown. He was throwing it away. He yeah, he, he said that, didn't he? He said yeah. he wasn't even. Exp- he just threw it, throwing it away. Oh, yeah. and no. look, and it, to be fair, it looked like he was throwing it away as well. It, it was just um, the Bills did, didn't punt, they didn't kick, they didn't have any like didn't have to do anything. That is, I mean, I'm sorry. That is, that is domination. They didn't yeah. even every drive they had, they scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, they didn't kick at all, and it's just. I mean, the Patriots. Yeah, the, the defense was awful. Um, Micah Hyde made an absolute like they scored, and we marched down the field, and Mac Jones sent an absolute dream of a ball um, into the end zone, and it should have been a touchdown. And Micah Hyde just clutches up, and it was a, a great interception, right. There's, no, there's no, nothing else Mac Jones or the wide receiver could have done. He, he put literally it perfectly stole in. it off him. Yeah. Stole it off him. Which is rude. Um, didn't, didn't enjoy it. Um, I, watched, I watched most of it and then I was like, oh, I'm just going to bed now. I can't. <laughs> I was actually, I'm not going to lie, banter aside, I'm actually gutted because on our, obviously on our predictions, I wanted the, the Pats to go through. Obviously Sam did as well. And I've been kind of rooting for them all year. Like, obviously, the more we've been talking about them and the Mac Jones show. I think Mac Jones has been just so impressive. I mean, I'm just, I'm not terribly surprised. Surprised. I think I could probably jumped on a, a bit of a high that like, we're in the playoffs. Like, how has this happened? Mm, we didn't yeah, do it. Yeah. But in terms of where our team is, like, we shouldn't be in the playoffs, really. No. I mean, I think you said it best a few weeks back. Like, even the start of the season, I think you said it like this should be a transitional year for you. Yeah, you know, and you've gone above and beyond the expectation. Mm. And I think it's um, obviously Bill Belichick went a bit mad in the um, with money during the off season, and it's it's worked. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've gone from a, what, a seven and nine team to a um, was it ten and ten and seven? Yeah, ten and seventeen, yeah. which is mad in one year yeah, um, getting rid of our quarterback and putting in a rookie um, yeah so I'm optimistic and uh, I feel like we, I mean Tom Brady didn't win it in his first season he won it in his second so <laughs> Matt Jones coming back next year it's written mate it's it. written I mean there's the little bit of a theme in these wildcard weekend games and they weren't as close maybe as we probably all hoped there was Quite a few games that were just done and dusted. I mean, yeah, the Bucks Eagles that was Bucks an Eagles. absolute shit show, weren't it? It was. <laughs> the Eagles didn't turn up. They couldn't. They couldn't. I mean, they have. Always, I think they had the, that the best um, rushing offense. Never rushed. <laughs> they just didn't run the ball. Why? I don't, I don't understand it. why. And they made they made um, Jalen Hurts throw, and he was shit. Um, and uh, Tom Brady was Tom Brady, threw, throwing touchdowns to Gronk. A um, couple of Russian touchdowns for for their running backs, and yeah, it was a bit mad. They were about thirty-one nil up at that one point. Yeah, I actually I think... thought it was going to be a shutout. Um, so did I, and then Eagles scored a couple at the end. I think that's because Bucks just put the foot off the gas a little yeah. bit. You know I mean? Well, they, they were looking at taking Tom Brady out of the game in like halfway through the third quarter. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Um, I think they did they lose Vita there, or he went off injured at one point, quite early mm, on. I don't know if yeah. he came back. Um, which is a bit of a blow, but I mean they didn't need him. No, no. no. Uh, towards the end, anyway. So they look really good. Um, I think that the most exciting game of the of the wild card, super wild card weekend was um, the Bengals Raiders. That was a good game. It was the first game as well. It was yeah, the first one. Uh, it was. Um, both teams played really well. Um, Bengals kind of went up early on and kind mm-hmm. of maintained that. 
um, and then scored a controversial touchdown. And what do you I think? don't. What do you I, think? I don't know how I feel about it. How do you feel know. about it? What the Joe Burrow one? Yeah. I I'm all I'm, I'm I know some people are against it, but I'm all for it. I think that was a great play. Yeah, I mean, he he well, he wasn't out of bounds. I think he was No, he wasn't at all. Um, it's just that the as the, the whistle blew when the ball was in the air after he thrown it, mm-hmm. and to prepare the rules, it says that when the whistle was blown by the referee, um, plays dead. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people were getting on like the play should have been called dead play, yeah, um, okay. because of Blue's oh, whistle um, touchdown shouldn't have stood and that, I feel like if I was a Raiders player in terms of ways to lose that's not the worst because no. technically if he hadn't blown the whistle it would have been a touchdown yeah definitely like, at the end of the day um, if if he had blown the whistle and it stopped play then they would have been robbed of one and that's not really how you want to win no, no, so no. I, I feel like it was the it was the right way to leave it um, especially in the playoffs, like it, yeah. it was, a, it was a good touchdown. It was a great touchdown. Um, stayed in play, on the run. Um, it was great. Yeah, I, when when I watched it first time, I was like, "That's a touchdown." Mm. Obviously, when you watch the repeat, like, oh, okay. I didn't realise the whistle went. No, no, I didn't either. I didn't have a clue. I thought they were just checking for his foot, and uh, yeah. I think they were just checking for his foot. I don't think anyone realised that the whistle no. went. But it was a, it was interesting. But um. I can't lie, I'm loving Bengals. Oh, I love just... Joe Burrow as well. He just do you see him in the interview? Yeah. He just rocks up with some glasses on and he goes, everyone's like, Why why are you wearing those? And I just think they're cool. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, straight after the game, like in, in his interview on the, on the field, and um, they're like, Oh, how'd you feel after like first Bengals playoff win in what thirty one years? Um and you're just like, Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, job's not done though. <laughs> still sort of still gonna come back. It's not gonna be much of a celebration. So uh yeah. I love that attitude as well. I love um, that attitude. I think um, I saw something good. I can't remember who said it, but Joe Burrow is what um, the Browns thought that Baker Mayfield was going to be. Yes, that's such a good point. Which is that? so true. That is so true. Because <laughs> he he talks the talk and walks the walk. And walks the walk. Yeah, he's really good, and he's got a good team around him. Jamar Chase is awesome. Jamar Chase um, is so Joe good. Yeah, Mixon's great, um, and it's just it, they're just exciting to watch. Yeah, they're a good team. Very good team. The Titan in the divisional round, Titans have Bengals. Um, Chiefs have the Bills. Packers have 49ers and Buccaneers have the Rams. I do love Titans. I did predict them to go all the way. Yeah. So could this end the Bengals? Bengals I hope not. I think the Bengals are winning it. Do you think? Do yeah. you think? Damn. Um, I do like the Bengals though to be fair so I wouldn't be the, I wouldn't be mad about that I mean, um, also sure. did you see the finish another weird finish in the Cowboys um, 49ers <laughs> game the Cowboys are so shit why did it why why did Dak run all that way just well nobody really knows whether it was his call or he was he was given the call um, and why he ran further than 10 yards why run further than the first down yeah. and basically ran the clock out um, because they they tried to spot the ball and the referee has to spot the ball so, yeah. so and they got in they, the, they got then, in the ref's way as well yeah <laughs> so they, they, they'd spotted the ball and were going to spike it and then the referee kind of like ran into Dak Prescott to get round him to, <laughs> to get the ball and, and, and put it down properly yeah and, and, the, and the clock ran out and it was it hilarious was the, it was the weirdest end to a game ever because it was like all this tension all this hype and it just went Huh? What just happened yeah. there? <laughs> yeah, because they, they were—it was, was a good drive. They were what seven points down. Yeah. Um, they could have won it. And could have won it's it. It's just the, the Cowboys are shit. It pretty much, it pretty much. Uh, the Rams are too powerful for the Cardinals in the end. Um, yeah. I think <clears throat> Carla just had too much to do on his own. He whereas did. the Rams have just all the weapons at their disposal: defense yeah. and offense. Yeah. And um, all, all, I think all was it three of these, three of the um, games this weekend were played at, during the regular season, so they played each other. All played yeah. each other before. I think three, mm-hmm. at least three of them, and they were all like mad games. Oh like, really? Like, like the LA Rams won like thirty four, thirty one against the, oh, yeah. the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember who else played, but uh, and Green Bay, San Francisco is a is a replay of oh. the championship game. Oh, um, I, I, 
honestly, 49ers as well. I like the 49ers. 49ers and the Bengals, right? Debo Samuel is a machine. No one... Is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? I am not. Because at the beginning of the game, he lined up at, at a running back for like the majority of the beginning of the game. <laughs> he lines up where he wants, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love him. He's sick. The only thing I'm not sure about the 49ers is um, Garoppolo because... He throws some stinkers sometimes. He just gives I, the game I away. Think, I think he's given a bad rap. Do you? I like Jimmy. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. He's a legend. <laughs> Jimmy I, G. I think, I think he's, given a, he's given a bad rap because of, of one misplaced throw in the Super Bowl and then his defence couldn't stop the Chiefs. Like It wasn't it wasn't all his fault. No. Um, but the thing is, though, the, the thing that defines great from good is that you don't have those those one moments, you know, yeah, don't see Tom breaking from Tom Brady making those moments in the big occasion. So no, exactly. that's the one thing I don't know. The one thing I'm not sure of about this 49ers team. Um, I, like, I like them. I, I think they, hmm, I think Green Bay will win it, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a nice Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. Yeah, that is sick. But I don't also, like, I always, I, I always want the Bucks to win. <laughs> you love the Bucks, mate. You love Brady. <laughs> also, I saw like, on a little bit of a tangent, I saw um, this picture on doing the rounds on Twitter, and it's um, Washington Redskins, uh, Redskins, Washington Redskins um, coaching staff. What's the Washington 20... football team, Ollie? Come on! No, but like this is in 2013 when they're oh, actually okay. still when they're actually still Washington Redskins. <laughs> okay. Their enough. coaching staff, right? They, had, <clears throat> I think they had um, Sean McVay mm-hmm. as tight, tight end coach. They had. Um, the 49ers head coach as quarterbacks coach and they had um, who did they have? They had another top coach as, as, a, as a defensive coach and they're all like in the playoffs now coaching teams I'm like yeah. what the hell? It's crazy <laughs> They wouldn't really worry about Sean McVay well, he's, he's now 45-1 and one from like when leading at half time It's just insane He's so so good offensively it's a joke um, but yeah also Hats off to Big Ben because he did actually play. He must have played his last game now for the Steelers. I think so. <laughs> Chiefs did bat him. Um, so, yeah. But yeah. I mean, and um, uh, teams' uh, schedules for next year, not the proper schedules, but the teams' p- um, game uh, that teams are playing next year have been released. Yes. And what's happening, Sam? <laughs> the, the Vikings have a tough go. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Vikings have a very, very tough go. I think oh, so. Your home opponents, at least you're paying these at home. Obviously, you've got the, the three divisional ones. You've got the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you've got the yeah. Cardinals. Yeah. You've got the Pats. Yeah. And you've got the Colts. Yeah. And then you've got the Jets and the Giants, so that's fine. Yeah. That should be wins. And then on the road, you've got the Eagles. Yeah. You've got the uh, Washington football team. Mm-hmm. You've got the Saints. Yeah, we've got the Bills. Yeah, we've got Miami Dolphins. Seventeen nine, lads. Don't know what you're on about. Seventeen nine. That was a, that was a <laughs> rough schedule. <laughs> I mean, how many am I them? So one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of them are playoff teams, and then the rest. Like, I mean, the Dolphins, the Colts, the Saints, um, like missed out by yeah one or two games. The, the the thing that I'm clinging on to hope for, yeah, is that the NFL isn't like the Premier League, right? A team that is up there hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be up there the next season. That's what I'm clinging on to hope for because you do see yo-yo clubs that go up yeah. and down, up and down. Um, obviously, you've got the standard teams at the minute that aren't going to be budging, like the Bucks and stuff. They're always going to be up there as long as they have Brady. Hmm. But Specifically, it's not like Premier League. You know, City are going to be up there every single year in the Premier League, but you can't really guarantee that in the NFL. So that's what I'm clinging on to hope for. Yeah. That, that although these teams are good this year, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be to that standard next year. Um, but yeah, I can't lie. That's a, that's a terrible schedule. It's, it's not fun, is it? <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know what the Pats is. Have you seen the Pats one? Um, I'm just trying to find it. So we've got... Um, where is it? I don't think it's as 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 frightening as that. Frightening. 
I'm, I'm just excited for the Vikings Patriots game. Oh, that'll be that. We're going to be doing some great content for that. I can't wait. We don't we don't have a great time, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, we've got we've got the we've got the Bears, yeah, uh the Colts, mm-hmm. the Lions, the yeah. Bengals, and the Ravens, as well as the Normals. But um so that's not terrible. No, it's not bad. Um and then away we've got the Browns, the Cardinals, the Packers, um the Raiders, the Vikings, and the Steelers. Oof. So it's not. It's, it's not. It's also not great. But uh, no, it's hard to predict, though. Isn't it? It's so hard it to is. predict. It, it is. is. I think I'm, I'm trying to look at the like strength of schedules. Um, what teams have like the best? Apparently, you, the... you 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 don't have the hardest. We don't. Okay. Apparently not. I'm trying to see. I don't know if this is last year or this year. It's so like obviously, you can look at a schedule and say, "Oh, that's a win there. That's a that's a loss there, whatever." But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it all depends on luck. It all depends on injuries. When your bye week falls, you know, COVID, yeah. you know, it all depends on a number of factors. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, obviously, as we said earlier, the Titans, the Titans and Green Bay, the two number one seeds slip into the playoffs now. And this is where it starts to get really, really intense. Like, yeah. you know, this is this is it now. Um, and, and yeah, we'll keep you updated. Who, who, who goes who, through? Who, who, who have you got winning for the division rounds? I'm sticking with my prediction. I'm going um, Titans and Green Bay still. Titans and Green Bay. It's, it's standard, you know, obviously, number one season, all that. Too easy. But, it's yeah. no, no upsets there. No upsets, no. I'm going for a Bengals-Bucks. <laughs> Bengals-Bucks. But in a, in, a, in, a, in a dreamland, I'd love to see the Bengals and the 49ers go through. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're the two teams that I'm liking at the moment. But... Yeah. Yeah, definitely, no, I think I think the Bucks are gonna get to the Super Bowl again. Tom Brady, Brady doing doing what Tom Brady does. Yeah, just I think he he's just ridiculous. Like, he's, he, you see Big Ben retiring and not really being able to throw a ball, and then you have got Tom Brady still leads he leads the league in most things for quarterback. Yeah, um, I do wonder that. Like at the end of Peyton Manning's career, his arm just looked like a noodle. Yeah, <laughs> like. But Brady's is literally firing rockets still. Mm. It's just he's he's built different. He's built, built differently. He's just too too good, and I think I think he's got a robot arm. I actually think he does, mate. I wouldn't, wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, a little bit of cricket news. There's not too much to, too much to focus on this week, um, but Ashes defeat again for England, but this time it's the women. Um, the women, I never really quite got this, but the women's ashes is the tweet is a T twenty. Uh, well, it's a T twenty. Some ODIs. It's yeah, a it's a mixture, uh, isn't it, of formats? Yeah, in, in an ashes series. It's interesting. Which we, uh, we we lost the first one today. We lost the first one, and it, we set them. Uh, we set them a record like record total. Like I think they had to get like one hundred and sixty nine or something. Yeah, and they got it. Yeah, I think they. It was the fifth. I think it was the fifth highest run chase for women. It might have even been higher. Yeah. Um, but they only lost one wicket as well, which is a joke. Is um, so that's that's great. Love <laughs> buzzing with that England. And then obviously England have got their men's T Twenty series against West Indies starting soon, yeah. <clears throat> which which is the I format hope... that we play well at. So it's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, I have high hopes for this. But... Yeah. <laughs> um, also, did you see about? Did you hear about Joe Root and Jimmy Anderson with uh, the Australian players? They got kicked out. <laughs> they got kicked. <laughs> they were. Which I think is a little bit too far. Obviously, we know what co- Australian COVID rules are like at the minute, mm. and they were like filming them, like and like proper. I don't know. It just seemed a bit over the top. Like, yeah, they might be making a little bit of noise, but you know, there's no need to have six police officers around them filming them and stuff. Like, no, um, a, bit far. a bit far. But um, yeah, it was quite funny to see Joe Root and, and Jimmy Anderson. Obviously, fair play mixing with the Australian players after a an Ashes series, but to see yeah, them I, think, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's good to see them all. Like they still get, they will get along just, and everything. Just it's, getting on, um, just getting on. I'm sure there were, there were many jibes throughout the evening for yeah. how badly we lost. Oh, definitely, hundred um, percent. And also, last bit of cricket news: I saw on Twitter um, the dedication to playing cricket. Um, there was a clip that went up, and there there was like a bunch of lads playing cricket and. 
it was in like I don't know what country, but there was a lot of snow, and they'd basically shoveled away a wicket oh, and yeah. bowling on the wicket. <laughs> they'll so padded up and everything. It looks, it looks I don't so know how fun. it works, but it, I do love I do love the commitment. It looks so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Australian Open tennis. Yeah. It's been a it's been a shocker of a day, and it's not great. Not great. Um, Murray loses to a qualifier. Um, yeah, and to be fair, he he didn't he didn't play well, but the guy who was playing like he hit everything. He was yeah. he played so well. Every shot he needed to make, he made. Um, and when somebody's on that kind of form, you, you can't really do much against it. It just sucks, doesn't it? Because obviously, he had such a good run in the Sydney Classic, and you're like, oh, another deep run in the the Australian Open would do wonders for like motivation. And you know, he's come yeah. back for where he's come from, and. You know, it's a bit good. Yeah, going. but I think I, I still think he's coming back. He's going to play in the French Open. He's going to be good. He, he plays. He plays well on clay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not his best service, but he's, he's not. He's not bad at it by any means. Um, I, I still think he's he's playing well, um, and he's still competitive. Like he's got, got through the second round just pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and then we had another upset. Oh God! I was going about this one. Let's keep an eye. Let's keep an eye on. On Emma during the uh, during my lunch, well, anyway, my lunch. I'm gonna lie, I was doing my work. I mean, her first match was weird. She was like, she won six love. That was so strange. Lost six one and then won six one. It was it was a weird match that one against Sloane Stevens, and she just she didn't get going today. She got a blister on her hand apparently, mm. so she couldn't hit her forehand particularly well. Um, yeah, I saw. Of, I, she was playing a lot of drop shots, which yeah. obviously is affecting her. Yeah, so it it did affect. Her. I mean, I don't understand. I I don't like the excuse of blisters because tennis players get blisters all the time. All the time, yeah. Um, yeah. it's just like deal with it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get like, what you're saying. Strap it up with a plaster, and, it, and it's and it's fine. Um, but yeah, she, she showed. She showed sets. Yeah, she showed good fight as well. Oh yeah, so, no, she, I t- took her to three sets and. Only got broken right at the end, and it was it was tough to watch, but um, she played well. Yeah, she and did play well. Hopefully, she she looks back to playing some of her best tennis. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I was just a bit of a gutting because the two the two players that I was so pumped for before yeah. the tournament and they're out on the same day, which is a bit of a howler. I mean, but, Dan Evans is through. Yeah, I was going to say we do have one Brit still left in because he didn't have to do anything. <laughs> he got through by by not playing. Yeah. <laughs> he got a walkover on his opponent because they they didn't play, and uh, he's into the third round, which is all you all you, all you want. All you want. Um, I'm very happy with. Um, and apparently Medvedev got through. He beat Kyrgios. Kyrgios. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Set. Full um, set. He looks good, man. He, he looks does. Good. I mean, if if he wins the Australian Open, he he will be number one in the world. Oh really? And I think he's. I think with uh, Djokovic being out, I think he's got quite an easy draw, easy side of the draw. Um, yeah. Now with Murray out as well. So. Yeah. yeah. But in, in terms of that, this side of the draw, it, it is a bit nicer. It doesn't have Nadal. Yeah. Have, so yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit nicer to him. Um, but the the news on Djokovic is that he might not play the French Open now. Yes, I did hear about that because the French. Also, have adopted quite strong um, rules. Um, I think think uh, Chelsea um, when they play in the Champions League against Lille, there's a big scenario whether uh, unvaccinated players can can go over and play in France. So. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think I think because they're bringing in, you have to be vaccinated, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Which is a which big Djokovic might not be able to play again. Again. And then you are, then... and then he's, he's possibly losing. I mean, if Nadal wins both of these, he's he's now two back against. Uh, yes, I didn't so... even think about it like that. Actually, <laughs> I just presumed that, that no one would win it in any yeah. catch up. But um, obviously, you do still have Nadal playing? You do, and he's he's back playing really really good tennis again. Yeah, he's playing um, both of his games pretty convincingly. And obviously, you you know what happens in France. You know what happens in 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 the French the exactly. French Open. Um, with Nadal, so I think his his record in, in in the French Open is the maddest I think ever. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. I don't know why he's so good in particular. Like I don't know why Clay, but like he's <clears throat> just. I think he's just too. He's just too good. <laughs> I don't understand it. How he can play this well, 
on on this one service. Um, he's got like thirteen French Opens. Ridiculous. It's a joke. It's actually he, mad. I'm trying <laughs> to find his, his, his stats from um, from Roland Garros. What, what kind of stats he has? So he, he's never been taken to five sets. In, in never. His, in his in his eleven finals, he's had more than eleven finals. He's had thirteen. Um, <laughs> noise, mate. Where's this from? <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to find like stats on it. Proper good stats, but it doesn't give it away. I mean, I think oh, he's only lost like eight times. It's, it's, so he, he, he has a 62 to 8 record in clay court finals. Wow. Okay. And 62 to 8. Yeah. <laughs> he's unbeaten in all 13 of his finals at the French Open. Makes me feel a little bit ill, mate. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, that's, that's the best way to lose in the French Open is to never have to play a final. Yeah. So, so good, mate. I think he's, he's won 105 matches and three losses at the French Open. <laughs> three. <laughs> three losses. And he, and he turned pro in, like, 2002. Yeah. How old is he now? He must be getting on a He's the same bit, age right? as Murray. Is he? Yeah, same age. As, uh, so him, Djokovic and Murray are all the same age. All the same age, yeah. But, yeah... When is the when is uh, Roland Garros? When's that kick off as well? Um, it's normally like it's around March, March, April, March yeah, April, time, yeah. But yeah, we'll see if Nadal can claim another yet another victory in Roland Garros, and, and, and we'll, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with with Djokovic. Um, last bit of news: I'm going to end on UFC because they've just announced that they're coming back to the UK. To the O2 for Ooh. the first time in like three years, maybe two, yeah. three years, ever since before pre-COVID. Um, so I can't wait. I actually might try and get tickets. You know, I mm. might try and get tickets. Callum's an avid fan of the UFC, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously Sam, if you want to come, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. Um, but I think there's going to be a mad scramble to try and get tickets. I can imagine. Um, they haven't released the card yet, but there's a big rumor, obviously that. A lot of the UK stars are going to be on there. So Paddy, Paddy the Baddy, um, mm. Darren Till. Um, I don't think you're going to get any superstars. You're not. I don't think you're going to get Conor McGregor as such. But I think you never know. You never know. But uh, yeah, we shall see uh, about that one. I think the I think tickets go on sale in the next couple of weeks, two three weeks or so. And that that's that card is that event is on in March. I think mid March, close to my birthday. So that'll be perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, March, perfect time. Yeah. Um, there is a UFC event this weekend. Francis Ngannou, who we have talked about on the podcast before, he is back in another his heavyweight title defense. He's he's fighting a fighter called Cyril. <laughs> Cyril Cyril Gain, who's a French fighter from Paris, and he is a unit as well. He's so so good. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, any heroes or shockers of the week? Oh, I, th- I, th- I thought I had one of the day, but I can't remember what it is now. I've got to write it down. I've got one for hero, and it's a joint joint award for this one. Yeah. Um, the Manning cast. Oh yeah. The Manning brothers, Peyton and Eli, they do a watch along essentially on American TV show of the NFL games, and they're just hilarious, man. Together, they're so funny. Mm. Um. There's there's been moments where they've had audio cutouts and Eli's just sworn live on, on live on there. It's just funny, and then uh, also Eli um, there was a pick six in the Rams game. I think Kyler Murray uh, threw a pick six, and he made a noise like uh, Gary Neville, and he was brilliant. It, it, it had me in stitches. Um, so yeah, the Manning cast. If you if you haven't heard of it, check out some of the clips I on Twitter. Do love it. It they are funny. They are funny lads. Shocker. Of the week, um, I don't know if you've seen in the Australian Open, but people have been shouting "Sue." Oh yeah, it just needs to stop. What is going on? Like, I think um, in the Kyrgios uh, match today, mm. um, they they actually thought that they were booing them. Like, it's <laughs> they were literally going through like so much through the whole match. Yeah. It needs to stop. Why are people doing? 
<laughs> I did. They did it in the Murray one as well. He thought people were booing and then realised yeah. it was just people going, Suze. <laughs> it just needs to stop. Like, it's getting no, a bit I, too I, much. I love now. it. I think it's great. <laughs> He's getting too much now. Perfect. He's crazy. Uh, any shockers, Sam, or are you, you, you in agreement? <laughs> or? Um, my shocker is the Brentford manager who said um, he, didn't oh, care that they, he didn't care that they lost to United because <laughs> they dominated the first half. <laughs> like, what, what what kind of response is that? What kind of a win is that, though? Exactly. Like, you, you, your team lost 3-1. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You can't, see, you can't be saying that. No. He's a bit of a weird one as well. Like, he's, he's a bit sus to me. Just a, I don't know. He looks a bit crazy. Yeah. Don't, wouldn't want to get on the back the wrong side of him. Well, <laughs> uh, that wraps up this week's pod. Um, if you could support us on the Sports Podcast Awards, that'd be great. And enjoy the weekend of sport, and we'll catch you again next week yeah. in a bit. See you in a bit. Boom.